Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 215 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for changing our hearts as we read your word. Help us receive the message you have for us and allow you to change us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus teaches us in Mark chapter 9. We read about Jesus' transfiguration on the mountain. Just before this, he said that some of those standing before him would see the power of God before they die. And then it happened. Jesus took Peter, James, and John up the mountain and they witnessed the power of God. More people saw this power than meets the eye, though. Jesus' face was still glistening when he came down from the mountain. Imagine that. Most people didn't have any idea they were looking at the Messiah, the Son of God, but they were. Indeed, many saw the power of God that day. His power is still working in our lives today. One of my prayers is that I won't miss him. I don't want to miss anything that God is doing. Then we read about the man who had a son who was cursed with convulsions. Then we read about the man who had a son who was cursed with convulsions. He told Jesus the disciples couldn't drive it out. Verse 19 says, And he answered them, O oh, unbelieving generation without any faith, how long shall I have to do with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. May God fill us with more belief today as we read his word. I love Jesus' reply to the man who asks him to help if he can. Jesus tells him there is nothing impossible for the one who believes. And the man responded, Lord, I believe constantly help my weakness of faith. We need constant help too, and God is more than willing to give it to us. May we be constantly encouraged in our faith today. Jesus teaches the disciples about the faith of a child. Children believe everything we tell them. Let's put on a childlike faith today as well. Let's see what Paul is teaching in Romans chapter 16. Paul is closing his letter out here in the chapter. He writes about women who have helped him and asks the church to welcome them. Then he sends greetings to many. He warns the church about those who create dissension and cause division among them. Unsuspecting people could be easily brought into this division. He assures them the Lord is going to crush Satan, but for now, they live according to the grace of Jesus, which is all that is needed to win the battle against him. Lastly, in verses 25 and 27, he writes, Now to him who is able to strengthen you in the faith which is in accordance with my gospel, and the preaching of concerning Jesus Christ, the Messiah, according to the revelation, the unveiling of the mystery of the plan of redemption, which was kept in silence and secret for the long ages. To the only wise God be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Amen. Paul writes that God is able to strengthen our faith, which pairs very well with our reading in Mark today. And yes, all glory be to God. Well, let's see what's happening in Job chapter 1 today. We start a new book in the Old Testament, which is the story of Job. The time period of this book cannot be determined other than it is known to be one of the oldest books in the Bible. Some believe Job lived between the days of Noah and Abraham. Chapter 1 starts out by telling us how wealthy Job was. He wasn't just wealthy by worldly standards, but he feared God was a very righteous man. Verse 3 tells us that he was considered the greatest of all men of the East. As we read further, we learn that God has richly blessed Job and is highly thought of by God. We read that some angels went before God and Satan was one of them, the fallen angel. God asked him some questions. He asked him if he'd seen Job, the righteous man. 
Satan baited God with an answer about how God had blessed him so much and put a hedge around him that Job's righteousness was born in the blessings and not in real belief. He basically challenged the Lord that without all the blessings, he'd no longer believe in him. Well, the Lord will glorify himself every single time. He gave Satan the power to touch Job's possessions, but not him. In one day, everything was taken from Job, his sons, daughters, livestock, and servants. Job was obviously distressed, but he simply said, Naked without possessions came I into this world and from my mother's womb, and naked without possessions shall I depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed, praised, and magnified in worship be the name of the Lord. He worshiped God even though he lost everything, including his children. In chapter 2, we read that Satan went to visit the Lord again. God told him that even through all the misfortunes Job had, he still praised him. Satan baited the Lord again with, well, yes, but if he physically suffered, then he would certainly turn away from you. God allowed Satan to give him diseases that made him suffer, but still Job did not concede in his belief in God. His wife even weighed in and told him to renounce God and die. But Job's reply was, you speak as one of the impious and foolish women would speak. What? Shall we accept only good at the hand of God and shall we not accept also misfortune in what is of a bad nature? In spite of all this, Job did not sin with his lips. We can certainly watch and try to imitate Job's faith in such horrific circumstances. May we be open to receive God's goodness in our hearts, no matter what our circumstances look at the moment. Next, we read that some of his friends come to see him. He is so disfigured that they cry for him. And when they finally met up with him, they did nothing except sit with him for seven days without speaking because they could see his suffering. They teach us that sometimes all we should do is sit with those who suffer. There may be nothing that will console them, but our presence matters. May we be compassionate to those who are suffering in our midst today. Well, let's see what we can learn from Psalm chapter 34. This psalm is an encouragement for us. It was written when David was being pursued by Saul. He pretended to be insane so that Abimelech and his men would leave him alone. Otherwise, he'd likely have been taken and handed over to Saul. Well, not with the hand of God upon him, but let's take note that he thought his life was in danger. There are many verses underlined in my Bible, and I'll just share a few. David starts out praising God even in his distress, just as we read about Job today. Verse 7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, who revere and worship him with awe, and each of them he delivers. We know David was on the run, but he was also comforted that God would deliver him. We must also know that God will deliver us from our troubles. In verse 14, he tells us to crave peace and pursue it. May we always seek peace. It is a gift Jesus died to give us. He bequeathed it to us. Verse 18 is one of my favorites and says, The Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and saves such as are crushed with sorrow for sins and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. Our sins can crush us with sorrow if we are willing to look at them, own up to them, and see how we've hurt others. But God is close to us as we suffer in this way. He gently compasses us about in love. We can thank him for his grace and love today. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for all you do for us and all you are. Thank you for the hope we have in you. May our faith and trust in you be so overwhelming that we cannot help but praise you despite our circumstances. We know you watch over and protect us, Lord. Keep our eyes on you and our hearts turn to you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. 
Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 